Good afternoon. This is DJ Fizzy Pop. Thanks for listening. This is the Lunchbox Time Machine, and I've got Brother Bob with me today. What's up, Bob? Hey, nothing much. Thanks for having me, Mawson. <laughs> Good to be here. The name's Fizzy Pop. <laughs> he just revealed my identity. Oh. Um, we got uh, yeah, we got some good jams for you. We're, we've uh, just been hanging out the last uh, last night and talking about what we're going to play. So we'll talk about Bob's trip across the country over the last month and uh, just kind of be a couple friends chewing the fat. <laughs> All right, um, let's start off this hour with "America, America" by Spinach. Yeah. 
All right, that was Spinach with America, America, German bubblegum band. Um, all right, like I said, I'm here with uh, Brother Bob. He was, um, he's been. You from where are you from, Bob? From uh, Bloomington, Indiana. And he came all the way to San Francisco just to be on your radio show. <laughs> this is a special treat here. <laughs> uh, what was the so? Where's the first leg of your your trip? I went down to New Orleans to hang out with some friends down there and uh, experience Halloween. Oh, yeah, I bet New Orleans Halloween, I bet that's a trip. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, I got there on a Saturday night, and people were already dressed up, and there were parades all over the town, and they uh, they did not let up. What was your, uh, what was your costume? Uh, it was a chicken that didn't make it across the road. <laughs> story of my life <laughs> so but why was the chicken crossing in the first place man that's one of the oldest questions known to man mm-hmm. um sweet so what's uh how, how many times you've you been to new orleans uh, i think like five or six times so far okay so you, you know the you know the rundown yeah right? each time's a little bit different and find another little nook and cranny and you know, see some other tourist fall on their face, and yeah, sometimes be that tourist that falls on your face. Uh, I got like a, I got a good drunk swagger to me. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do well in New Orleans. <laughs> it's like a martial arts or something. Well, yeah, you mentioned that you were there visiting one of our friends, and um, she's in this band called uh, The Tsunamis, and I'm just gonna go ahead and play her bands right now because it's awesome and. Uh, Shout out to Bebop. Woohoo! This is Teenage Dreams by The Tsunamis.
That's Quintron on the Lunchbox Time Machine. I'm DJ Fizzy Pop, and this is BFF.FM, and I'm here with Brother Bob. What's up? Nothing much, Fizzy Pop. So, yeah, he was in uh, New Orleans uh, a few weeks ago. Um, Quintron is, in, of course, a New, Orle- New Orleans musician. Um, yeah, they played Halloween Night down there. It was pretty, pretty entertaining. Nice. Came out with a uh, little... Cats the musical kind of montage, or I don't know, <laughs> parody. And uh, they're dressed up as old people doing things. Did uh, they do songs from the musical? Um, not that I could tell. It was, okay. <laughs> I don't know the last time I saw Cats the musical, honestly. Mm. But didn't, um, uh, let's see, what, what else did you do besides Halloween in New Orleans? Um, I got to participate in the uh, Fats Domino Second Line Memorial Parade. Sick. That was pretty cool. Um, before going down to New Orleans, I was talking to a friend about how I really wanted to go check out his house. And, like, you know, we are both kind of surprised that he was still alive. And just I had thought of a sitcom idea involving him years ago with uh, Chubby Checker and Harry Belafonte. So I'm just telling him these stories and um, kind of like the younger ones, kind yeah, of thing. <laughs> the older ones. <laughs> how, tell me how a scene of that sitcom would go. <laughs> so like Chubby Checker and Harry Belafonte would be having like a really like strong political discourse conversation or something like that. Then uh, Chubby Checker would like burst through the door and be like, "Hey, come God. on, everybody!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because, I mean, he writes so many dumb fucking songs about everything, you know, like brushing his teeth, tying his shoes, just like the dumbest shit. So he'd burst through the door. And he's like, hey, guys, I got another one. And like, oh, and what is it this time? He's like, you know, opening a jar of beans, you know, and it turns into the got a new dance craze. And uh, Chubby Checker and Belafonte just look at each other and they're just like, ah, oh, shut up, Chubby. <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, Belafonte and Fats would look at each other. So that was going to be the name of the sitcom, too, was uh, Shut Up, Chubby. <laughs> Come on, everybody. <laughs> Just like a lot of canned laughter and everything. So, man, what, how was that second line? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, well, anyway, just the last part of that story was oh. um, after I told them I wanted to visit Fats Domino's house and everything, uh, I had woken up that next morning at 11 from a text from... Our friend Betsy down in New Orleans saying, hey, Fats Domino's dead. Shit. So I was like, oh. And I kind of have a bad history of like, I'll see a band and the next day they'll die. <laughs> or I'll see a band like, yeah, a day or two, maybe a week and they're dead. It kind of, I don't know, I guess I'm cursed. Yeah, there's a hex on your head. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the Memorial Second Line was pretty awesome. Um, it was nice to participate with thousands of people that were there for like a good happy reason even though it's really sad to lose such an amazing artist but you know you could really feel the love and it was a mile and a half march down to his uh his house and took about three hours and just like slowly dancing the whole time and there were marching bands and yeah it was a good experience very emotional so where um where exactly did the parade route go um, it started in some bar on some street. Sorry, I, I'm not too familiar with the area. And then um, I think he lived in the seventh district. Hmm. So like they closed down the streets and they closed down the bridges and made our way over there. And there was a, you know, got to his house, lots of crying and lots of vendors selling water. 
Yeah. And beer, of course, because it's New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Here's a, here's a little bit of audio from that second line I found. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised about... Well, shouldn't be surprised because he, he sold like 65 million records in his lifetime, but just kind of not expecting like thousands of people to show up. It was pretty impressive. And there's lots of... I've never been to a second line in New Orleans, so there's lots of umbrellas, I yeah. assume. Well, it, was, it was a little rainy out, so people taking precautions. How many marching bands do you... Were there multiple marching bands in the whole parade route, or just one big one? Um, I heard rumor that there was two, like one in the beginning, or one in the front line, and then one at the end, but I think there was just one. And we pretty much stuck with them the whole time, because that was kind of... The happening spot, you know? Yeah, imagine people jump in and just bring their own instruments. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's... People going a little buck and just dancing really wild and hard. and That's so cool. What a way to honor your dead, you know? Yeah. And they turn it into a celebration yeah. of life rather than a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's how we should all go. We parade every day. <laughs> Thousands of them everywhere. Parade like it's your last parade <laughs> every day. Man, so what else, like, were people dressed up for this? Or um, do you see any, what yeah. kinds of things did you see? People were dressed up. There was um, this woman who made a Fats Domino's costume. She had, like, this huge paper mache head. Um, just like a fat suit. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, but, uh, me and, um, my friend had gone to the vigil a couple days before going there and, um, she was like, should we bring some flowers? I'm like, um, well, I don't know. Uh, we were at a record store the day before that called Domino Records and we had bought a set of dominoes planning on playing dominoes. And uh, I was like, well, instead of flowers, why don't we just, you know, throw a bunch of dominoes down on the sidewalk? So that's what we did to pay our respects to Mr. Fresh Domino. That's so cool. And he only um, he only played with red dominoes, right? Uh, I'm not too sure. That was just the uh, the rumor in the record store that day. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, me and Betsy had saved one domino each, and uh, hopefully someday we'll get some uh, domino tattoos. Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I kind of want that, even though it wasn't a part of that memory. It's just like a really cool idea. And I love Fats. Um, man, so what song did you want to listen to? We're going to listen to Fats now. Um, the one where he uh, doesn't want to start the world on fire. You familiar with that one? It's off his album where he's dressed up as a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I found it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, here it is. I don't want to set the world on fire. Fat Domino. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start. A flame in your heart. A flame in your heart. 
some of your favorite uh, New Orleans artists? I mean, Fats Domino, obviously. Yeah. Um, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong, sure. Yeah. He's up there. Um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank, but, you know, this guy's not from New Orleans, but he has a way of, you know, putting New Orleans in a good perspective of... Uh, how New Orleans feels sometimes. Mm. Who's that? It's uh, Mr. Blowfly. Ooh, Blowfly. <laughs> and uh, rest in peace to him, too. I think uh, yeah. he passed away a year or two ago. Yeah. But uh, this is one of his hits. Yeah, sure. Sick. Or shits, as we should say. <laughs> the late but great Otis Redden. on the dock of the bay but you know we're not gonna do it like that we call it shitting on the dock of the bay and it goes something like this go ahead y'all Shitting here 
Like everyone when man began to fly Out of earthly regions to planets in the sky With total media coverage we watched the heroes land As ceremoniously they disturbed the cosmic sand In awe with admiration we listened to the talk Such pride felt they, such joy to be upon the moon to walk My romantic vision shattered when it was explained to me Spacemen wear old diapers in which they shit and pee. Oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to there. Relieve you and believe me without a worry or care. If shitting is your problem when you're out there in the stars, oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to Mars. They don't partake like you and I of beefy burger mush. Their food is specially prepared to dissolve into slush. Absorbed by multi-fibers in the super diaper suit Otherwise the slush would trickle down inside the boot Oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to there Relieve you and believe me without a worry or care If shitting is your problem when you're out there in the stars Oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to Mars You may well ask, now what becomes of liquid they consume? A pipe is led from penis head to a unit in the room. The water is recirculated, filtered for reuse. In case of anti-gravity, pee gets on the loose. Oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to there. Relieve you and believe me without a worry or care. If shitting is your problem when you're out there in the stars, oh, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to Mars. Wherever man has conquered on the quest for frontiers new, I'm glad he's always had to do the number one and two. It makes it all so ordinary, just like you and me. 
to know the greatest heroes, they had to shit and pee. The intergalactic laxative will get you from here to there. For cosmic constipation, there's none that can compare. If shitting is your problem when you're out there in the stars, oh, the intergalactic laxative, the intergalactic laxative, the intergalactic laxative will get you from here to Mars. It's all over now, Baby Blue by the Chocolate Watch Band. That was sort of a little tongue-in-cheek joke since we had our like a poo-poo double feature. Number, you know, two two songs of poo-poo. Uh, and Blowfly was shitting on the dock of the bay, and Donovan with 
intergalactic laxative. Found that one in a dollar bin. I had no yeah, idea. <laughs> um, so yeah alright uh, up next we have Diane Ray with uh, please don't talk to the lifeguard Bob interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. The reports of a flying saucer hovering over the city have been confirmed. The flying saucers are real. That was the Clatters recording. Too real. We switch you now to our on-the-spot reporter downtown. Come on, baby, let's go downtown. Take it away, John Cameron Cameron. Uh, this is John Cameron Cameron downtown. Uh, pardon me, madam. Would you tell our audience what would you do if the saucer were to land? Thank you. And now listen, gentlemen, there. What I'm gonna do is hard to tell. Uh, the gentleman with the guitar. What would you do, sir? Thank you. We return you now. was the Pelican's Outer Space recording Earth. I've just been handed a bulletin. The flying saucer has just landed. We switch you again downtown. Uh, here we are again. We have with us Professor Sir Cedric Fentingmold of the British Institute. The professor is approaching his saucer to see if there's possibly any sign of life aboard. Well, I'm sure something. Are you there? That was Laughing Lewis's record, Knocking. This is John Cameron Cameron on the spot. And now I believe we're about to hear the words of the first spaceman ever to land on Earth. <laughs> and now, here are the bowl scores. Four to three, six to two, and eight to one. The impact of seeing the first spaceman has this reporter reeling. Here I go, reeling. 
goes the clatters again with their big one. Oh! This is John Cameron Cameron again downtown. The spaceman has returned to his ship and is taking off. We return you now to our studios. The flying saucer has gone. There is no threat of an invasion. However, the flying saucers are still around.
All right, that was Chubby Checker. Come on, everybody. <laughs> um, one day it'll be a pretty good impression if I just do it enough. Pony time. Um, before that, we heard bits and pieces from the Dave Clark Five. I love onions. One of my favorite songs, as of new to me songs, by Susan Christie. And please, yeah, one of my favorite vegetables. Oh yeah, damn onions might be the best vegetable. Yeah. Pretty fortunate that my body odor smells like caramelized onions. <laughs> I just dive into that shit all day. Yeah, <laughs> man. If fry a little bacon, caramelized onions, and bits pickle. And yeah, bits. Of... <laughs> um. All right. This is DJ Fizzy Pop. I'm here with Brother Bob. We uh, where this is the lunchbox time machine. I like to. Play the oldies, and I like to play new stuff too. So we we time hop, and um, up next we've uh, we're gonna do since we just played Chubby Checker, we're gonna play three songs, twist songs. So here's uh, Joey D and the Starlighters with Peppermint Twist. <laughs>
Susan Summers, not to be confused with Suzanne Summers, 
Um, Mom and Daddy were twisting. We had two uh, different songs, both called Peppermint Twist. One was by um, Danny Peppermint and the Jumping Jacks and Joey D and the Star Lighters. So, yeah, we got uh, we were doing the, the twist right after we played a little Chubby Checker. Um, yeah. I wonder how many uh, people were conceived during that time when uh, the twist craze was going on. Oh, man, I bet that was the sexiest dance people had ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Chubby Checker started a gym where uh, it's like an aerobic workout that he's pushing. I think there was like an infomercial. Nah. I don't know if it was if there was one in my area, I'd check it out just for the novelty of oh, it. Oh hell yeah! You know, um, when my mom taught me the twist, she said it's just like stamping out cigarette butts with your feet and drying off your back and your butt with a towel, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to go about twisting, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so this... Man, I wish I could find this infomercial. We need a... I swear it's out there and I didn't just dream it. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they were shut down for like by the health department or something. And <laughs> they uh, erased all the evidence off of Google or something. I mean, I think like a... A good Chubby Checker song would be like, Getting Nasty at the Twist Gym. (laughs) (laughs) Be a lot of falling down. The insurance premiums would go through the roof. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, what do we got up next, Chris? Um, Backdoor Man by Derek. (laughs) And if the guy named Derek (laughs) came up to me and said, I'm your backdoor man, I, I don't know how I'd feel. I know. I think I know how you feel. <laughs> a little sore in the morning. Well, now, let's hear him out. All right. Give him a shot. All right. Okay, here we go. Knock, knock, baby, won't you let me in? I've been away, but I'm back again. Cross your heart and say your prayers. You're back on me.
All right. Um, yeah, usually around this time we do a time warp to the to the uh, 21st century or something. I'm just going to – I'm a little bit all over the place since we got uh, Bob here. But here's a Flying Nun Band, The Bats, made up in blue. Lunchbox Time Machine. I'm DJ Fizzy Pop.
Tiger in her hips. 
and turn, they can move and burn, they can throw themselves against the wall, but they creep for what they need, and they explode to the car, and then they move! Christmas tree I watch your lights blink on and off While you start your 
Hey, Dum Dums, it's DJ Fizzy Pop. I'm playing, playing you songs from the soda shop to the sock hop, from the burger stand to Candyland. This is the Lunchbox Time Machine. This is BFF.FM. I got Brother Bob here in the studio. What's up? All right. We uh, heard some X-ray specs with Highly Inflammable. Devo, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Another Girl, Another Planet by The Only Ones. Little Gun Club with their song Sex Beat. And You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory by Johnny Thunders. All right. Um, since I just played Extra Specs, they reminded me of this Bay Area band called The World that I've really been into. I caught one of their shows a few months ago. Here they are with Some Like It Hot.
All right, here's whatever glades, another Bay Area band. What I'd ever do to you. Up next, two two more bottles of wine by Whatever Glades. <laughs>
chaining the gang with I'm not interested in being interested. Uh, we had whatever glades, two more bottles of wine, and what I'd ever do to you before that. And I've um, got to give it up to our hero, Fred Cole, from Dead Moon, who um, who crossed over this week. Um, yeah, sincerest condolences to uh, 2D and the rest of the family, all Dead Moon fans out there. Here's Dead Moon Night.
All right, that was uh, Harlem with Three Legged Dog. We heard from Thomas Function, Relentless Machines, and um, Dead Moon Night. But Dead Moon, uh, Relentless Machines. That was your. That's been one of your driving songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel like a Relentless Machine sometimes when I'm driving. Yeah, you feel jacked. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a superpower, that would probably be it: is driving long distances. Um, so you, I mean, you've been on tour with some bands, you know, you've been, you, you're not a stranger to the road, right? No, not at all. So do you have any advice for people out there maybe embarking on a trip? Uh, yeah. Like I think when, um, people go on road trips, they're like, all right, vacation, I'm going to eat a bunch of shitty junk food. And then they feel shitty the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, I just drink a lot of water, eat as many fruits and vegetables and, uh, work out as much as you can because you never know when you're going to be in that car for 19 hours or something you yeah. know the ba- and, uh, bananas bananas <laughs> always bananas i go through bags of clementines at a time <laughs> um yeah and if i ever feel like having hot food i do this thing uh where i barbecue barbecue you might have heard me talk about that before <laughs> tell us about barbecue <laughs> So you, you like make a sandwich and you wrap it in foil and um, you drive like on your first stop after a couple hours, you, you feel around the engine to see what the hottest part of the engine is. And then you try to wedge that sandwich into it. <laughs> and then you drive for like another, I don't know, four to six hours with the vents open so you can smell when your food is uh, getting ready. And then uh, you pull up to a rest stop, you pop the hood, you pull out your sandwich, people look at you like you're a fucking freak and... Uh, <laughs> You just eat your sandwich in front of them. <laughs> Does it taste like gasoline or anything? Oh, no, nothing at all. Does it taste like the road? No. I mean, <laughs> just tears and pain. <laughs> um, you could cook potatoes that way, too. Oh, yeah. You get some nice roasted potatoes. Slow roast. Yeah, it takes about 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> you got to flip them every once in a while. Uh, I recommend maybe a quadruple wrap with the foil so the oil doesn't escape. Mm. And, uh, I mean, it does smell good when it hits that engine block. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What else? Uh, you know, you're on a shoestring budget. You want to, you want to be out on the road for as long as possible. You don't want to run out of money and have to, you know, run home. Mm-hmm. So what do you, how do you, what else do you do? Save a little money. Um, well, I try to never go to motels or hotels. Um, but I do love a good continental breakfast. Mm-hmm. So one way to get like a nice free night at a hotel is just to sleep in their parking lot. <laughs> and then uh, when you wake up, just pop into the hotel like you own it and just like, hey, That's thanks right. for the bagel and coffee. Where's the little waffle machine? <laughs> uh, I need more orange juice. You're out of orange mm-hmm. juice. I paid good money for this. <laughs> Which room are you in? <laughs> room 69? <laughs> 420, dude. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, I always tell them, I've never been asked, but if I do, it's always 218. It seems like a good good number to trick people with. 118, <laughs> yeah. 218. 218, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's very helpful advice. Um, yeah. It's been great having you around. Thanks. Um, I'm glad you could make it out, and... Um, yeah, let's. Uh, we're gonna end this show, and we're gonna go do some stuff around the city, see the sights. Uh, I'm gonna leave you. Stick around with for uh, espresso sesh coming up next. 
here on BFF.FM. This has been the Lunchbox Time Machine. I am DJ Fizzy Pop. I'm here every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Um, yeah, if you'd like to, if you'd like to donate and on behalf of my show, find me on the website and you can click a donate button right on my show and help me pay my monthly dues for this radio show. I uh, hope you've been enjoying it. I'm going to leave you with madness and baggy trousers and a little uh, <laughs> Bill Wyman after that. Nice. Yeah, thanks for having me, Busy Pop. Of course, Brother Bob. <laughs> Oh.